like, oh, I want to go play basketball with people. Oh, I want to go see if there's team sports. I want to go take a walk in, in the woods. I want to go ride a bike with somebody. I want to go sweat it out at a CrossFit class. Like it's really just a, a place for you to come and find connection. Stories are powerful. Powerful. Welcome to the Rise, Recover, Live podcast brought to you by The Phoenix. This is a space where people impacted by substance use can come to share their story of strength and resilience, get open and honest, and inspire hope and build community through shared experience. We'll be talking to people in our community on their own recovery journey and shine a light on the topic of recovery in all its forms. Maybe you'll hear some of your story in theirs. Let's show the world that together we rise, recover, and live. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of the Rise, Recover, Live podcast, powered by the Phoenix. I am your host, Bryce the Third, and this is my wonderful co-host, Liz. What's up, Liz? Hey, welcome. Excited to be here with you. Excited to be here with everybody who's listening. Thanks for you know, joining us. Yeah. What do we got for them today, Bryce? Uh, I mean, I think today is a very exciting day because it's the launch episode. It's the first episode. And I think we should just kind of kick it around about what they are to expect by tuning into this podcast on a weekly basis. Totally. Yeah, and you might be coming to this podcast because you know what the Phoenix is. Maybe you're a member, a team member, a staff member, a volunteer at the Phoenix, or maybe you just saw sober or recovery in the description and decided that this might be um, a podcast, a community for you. And either way, it is, and you're right. So I think probably today a good way to start would be introducing ourselves and really introducing the Phoenix. This is not a advertisement for the Phoenix. It's really just meant to be a place where we lift up stories from the community, which is a recovery community. But I think that means something a little bit different to us than it necessarily means um, in other organizations. So why don't we start with that, Bryce? What do you think recovery is defined by when it comes to our podcast here? So me personally, I define recovery by the increasing quality of my life. The ways that I'm able to show up for my life, however life shows up, being able to show up for life on life's terms without needing anything outside of me to escape what it is that I'm experiencing, but to dig in, feel the emotions that come with the experience and learn to use that for the betterment of my life, for the cultivation of skills and coping skills. And it's led me to meditation and it's led me to all different types of things that have increased the quality of my life. And it's this always increasing quality of life that comes from seeking how to use these tools to, to better my life. And, and that's how I define my recovery as of right now. How about you, Liz? How do you define mm. recovery? I completely agree with you that recovery is a self-defined thing. And I think that's a beautiful and empowering thing for individuals and for a community to come together in support of whatever pathway any of us happens to be on. Um, a lot of what recovery means to me is is honesty with myself. When I stopped drinking, uh, actually, when I st started trying to stop drinking, I considered myself on a recovery journey. And every day that I continue to be sober from alcohol, which happened to be my substance of choice, is um, a day that I consider myself sober. I don't count days, which I know sets me apart a little bit of some of the other um, folks in our community. Um, but that's just what works for me. And I love feeling welcomed with open arms within a group of people who, some of whom are in recovery and talk very openly about that, others who are supporters 
of folks who have been impacted by substance use and others who are just sober by choice. Like the fact that we are this community that just rises and recovers and lives together in a way that's really loving and really accepting is just the deepest meaning of of recovery to me. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think it's pretty dope. And I think like what's cool about this space that we're looking to create here on the podcast is that just like me and Liz described what our definitions of recovery are to us, the guests that we'll have on this show will will be able to come and share what, what their definitions are. So if if you are somebody in recovery or you're somebody who's sober curious or you are a friend of somebody or you have been impacted by substance use or alcoholism in any way, this is just a good space to come and gain more understanding. And what I've learned about recovery is that the longer I'm in it, actively practicing it, the more my understanding unfolds, develops and evolves in having things like podcasts, books, communities that I can go to and and listen to and tap into that allows for my continuous unfolding and and, and evolving is uh, essential for me to learn more about myself and learn about the context of which I exist in life. So I'm super excited about this podcast because this is and has the potential to be a resource for you, the listener, of somewhere that you can come and just learn more about the communities that exist within recovery, the the stories that people have to share, the experiences. And you may hear an experience that may remind you of yours. <laughs> may remind you of yours and may give you a little bit more context as to what you are experiencing. And I know that, I don't know about you, Liz, but me, like when I would hear, I would, I would often hear people share a story that was so similar to mine. It was like, whoa, like, um, even if there was no resolution at the end of their story, because it was similar, it just let me know like, oh, I'm not terminally unique. I'm mm. not alone. You know, so I, I hope uh, and this I, I believe the show has tons of potential to create that for, for you, to let you know and remind you how together we are in this thing and how, how much there is a community that exists. And I and I and I hope that uh, it contributes to your experience. Totally. Yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like stories are just our superpowers, like we're not experts on anything, but our own experiences. And even that is something that we're learning more about every day. Um, I'm so excited to do this project with Bryce and with all of our guests and with people that are some incredibly similar to me and some incredibly different than me, because there's value in, in all of that. I remember early on for me when I was just starting to think like maybe sober should be a thing that I should consider. Maybe my life doesn't need to be in shambles all the time. Going and seeking like same as you, books, podcasts, movies even, and having different reactions to different types of stories. Sometimes I would hear somebody talk about being sober curious and just um, substances weren't serving them anymore. They hadn't had any rock bottoms. They hadn't had any big glaring events that screamed to them and the whole world that they needed to put down this substance, but there was still something kind of just that little inkling that maybe there was a different life that they could be experiencing. And for a lot of people, you're definitely going to hear those stories on this podcast. And for a lot of people, that's incredibly inspiring because it's like the permission slip you need to take that step forward, to make that choice for yourself. For me, when I heard those stories, I was like, oh, no, it's confirmed. I am the worst person in the whole world because I had rock bottom after rock bottom. I have just the stories that, you know, come in my head when I think of rock bottoms are 
extreme. So then when I would pick up the book or hear the story of someone who did have the the job losses, the relationships that fell apart, the um, the incarcerations, those were the ones that I was like, oh, thank God. Like, it's not just me. I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. And there might be light on the other side of this. There might be redemption. There might be, I might be worthy of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And you'll hear those stories on this podcast too. And everything in between. You are going to find someone in here that's going to say something that's going to speak to you in some way. And for those who don't sound anything like your story, if you're anything like me, that's going to be a, a moment of a light bulb too, because there's just always something we can learn from each other. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like the, it'd be the ones that uh, didn't have anything similar to what it is that I've experienced that really like piqued my interest because I kind of get to have that experience vicariously through this person. And I, I think one thing that I've learned in my personal recovery is to not compare, but look for the similarities. So even in the ones that are super off where it's like, oh, you don't come from where I come from. You don't know nothing about where it is that, that you know, I've come from and what it is that I experienced there. Uh, even those I can pick out at least one or two things. It's like, oh, but there's this, there's this similarity here that, and, and it just shows mm-hmm. how, how easy it is to connect if we seek to, like if we intentionally look to connect. So I'm so su- I'm super excited about uh, the 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 potential for people to feel as if they're not alone, and I think that is a resource that we could all use, especially now, <laughs> especially these days uh, mm-hmm. where you have to kind of intentionally seek connection and community. Uh, I'm just glad to be able to be here to offer a resource that that can be a contribution to community for you. Yeah. And there are so many resources. And because we live in this technical, technolo- technological age, um, there are so many places that you could look. So the fact that you landed here uh, is something that we're really grateful for. And we don't take that lightly because your time is precious and your stories are precious. And we're really just overwhelmed at the opportunity to be part of those. And since we've mentioned the Phoenix a handful of times, and if you're seeing us on video, we're wearing Phoenix shirts and we are powered by the Phoenix. It probably makes sense to talk a little bit about what the heck this Phoenix is, because if you haven't heard of it before, um, then you just haven't heard of it before. So Bryce, do you want to kick us off? What is, what is the Phoenix? Sure, sure, sure. So the Phoenix is a resource. And just like we touched about before, where it's there's all pathways of recovery, all pathways of recovery are welcome at the Phoenix. And the Phoenix basically, a Phoenix programming can be anything from indoor rock climbing to kayaking to, to mountain biking to hiking to CrossFit to anything you can really think of, active activity. And the only, all of our programming is free to anybody with just 48 hours of sobriety. That is the only requirement to go to anything that we do. And I just think it's super cool. And what I'm learning is the more I dig into it, the more, yes, we're here in support of people who experience or have experienced substance use and alcoholism trials and tribulations. And if you think about COVID and we've been in the crib like it's also if you're looking to get outside, if you're looking to connect with people other than oh let's go get a drink or let's let's go you know let's it's it's five o'clock somewhere right and you're looking for that connection where it's like oh I want to go play basketball with people oh I want to go see if there's team sports I want to go take a walk in in the woods I want to go ride a bike with somebody I want to go sweat it out at a CrossFit class 
Like it's really just a, a place for you to come and find connection. And we have mm-hmm. chapters all over the country. And these in-person chapters allow for you to get out of get out of the house and go and see what this programming is like in person. I'm here in Detroit. Liz is in Florida. And we both have programming specific to our areas. We actually had a snowshoe hike this past winter, which I'm sure Liz has none of. (laughs) But depending on where your chapter is, depends on what type of programming exists there. And if there's not a chapter there where where you're at, you can be the person that brings that chapter to your area because most of Phoenix programs are volunteer led. And also we have on demand as well as virtual live streaming classes every day of the week. And it is just the coolest. The coolest. Yeah. Yeah. We are a national nonprofit and we are starting to dip our toes into international And the Phoenix can be hard to wrap your head around because we call ourselves a sober active community. And what is that, especially if it's national? We our our only goal is to connect people who have been impacted by substance use. And that might be someone who has experienced it personally. That might be someone who is supporting someone who's experiencing it personally, or it might be someone who just lives in the world because I would challenge you to find someone who's not been somehow impacted by substance use in this, in this world that we live in right now. We are really dedicated to breaking down stigma that is surrounding substance use disorder and in all of its forms and all of its names. For me, as a person in recovery, stigma and shame were two things that kept me sick for a really, really long time. So to be part of an organization that's offering just fun activities that bring people together where they can be like loud and proud about the fact that this is something that we've experienced and that's something that we're working to overcome every single day is something that strips away that shame and allows me to be in the world as my full self, not hiding any part of me, not ashamed of any part of me. And the way we do that is exactly like Bryce said, by offering free fun activities for people who are 48 hours sober, whether you define yourself as someone in recovery or not. You want to hang out with sober people and do a fun thing. That is Phoenix. The event is the vehicle to the community and the community is the magic wand that really keeps us um, keeps us together and helps us to just become a little bit better every day and Personally, I am the manager for the national virtual uh, program for the Phoenix. So like Bryce mentioned, there are about 60 live stream classes that happen every single week. And those are actual classes that are happening at the time that someone's instructing from their home or from a gym and that anyone from anywhere can hop on. It's uh, Zoom is the platform we're using currently and and join and be with with friends. If there are local programming um, happening near you, then you might be able to go to a class in person. We're in, gosh, I think 35 communities right now. Maybe it's 30. That number is constantly changing because we're constantly mm-hmm. growing. And yeah, and if it's not in your community, you have the power to to make that happen since our, our volunteer program is incredibly strong and incredibly supportive. It's a lot to take in because it's one of those things I feel like people think it's too good to be true. But it's, but it's not, it's, we're peer led We're it is, it is that good. It is that true it is that powerful. And just by being part of this podcast, just by listening, you are, you are part of the community now and, um, welcome. Yes. Welcome. Welcome. And I think like one thing I've learned is the best way to understand what Phoenix programming is, 
is to get to a Phoenix program. Like there's no better way, there's no other better way to really understand like what this is than to come out to a program and experience the connection. So mm -hmm. Liz and I can sit here and wax poetically all day and, and We're it, very might poetic. Sound, it might sound <laughs> <laughs> it might even sound like an ad, but I think the the what's crazy is the excitement around the Phoenix, at least for me, and I, I'm 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 sure for Liz, is that like it's is the experience that we've had. That moment mm -hmm. that clicks is like, yo, and I'm gonna be honest with you all. Like, uh, I am the program coordinator here in Detroit and feet on the ground. I'm in these streets, you know, we're gonna put these programs together and empower volunteers to get 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 programs off the ground that they're excited about. And even after I came on board as a, an employee of the Phoenix, I think it was still a good seven seven months before I was like, yo, there's no catch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from, you know, I'm from, I'm from the city. I'm from Detroit. And we, you know, we, uh, when you come to the community, it's like, okay, sound good. But what, what is really going on? You, you know, like what's, what's the catch? What do you need? And it's, it's, it's just, it's the, the catch is that there is no catch. We're here to build community and, and there's nothing like seeing the smile on somebody's face when, you know, they show up to a program and maybe they was feeling a certain type of way before they got there and didn't even know what to expect. It came off the humbug, heard through him or her and just came because it's like, well, what else, what do I got to lose? What else I got going on? And show and showed up and then had this, this click of like, oh, this is what this is. Wow. You know, and I, I think it's a beautiful thing. And to take that context and then bounce back to this podcast, like this podcast is another way to engage. Like we're going to, we're going to build community here. We're going to dig into community members. We're going to have staff uh, from the Phoenix on here. Cause we all have some pretty, pretty deep stories as to how we even mm -hmm. got here. And we're also going to get people from the community that will come on and, and share their story, how they define recovery and their experience and growing, developing, evolving and unfolding in their own recovery. And I think it's, it's, it's a wonderful thing. I'm super excited. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you all can tell. <laughs> so excited. Yeah. I, we, yeah, we're just, we're pumped. We've, we've been talking about this for so, so long that I can hardly believe that it's actually going to happen. We're going to, you're going to hear our voices out in the world and just honored to be in your earbuds or wherever you happen to be listening. Um, we are going to have some conversations in this podcast that will be of more sensitive nature, but we'll give you a heads up when that happens. A uh, big thing that sets Phoenix apart from other events that you might go to, whether that event might be a yoga class or a fitness class or a poetry reading, whatever whatever it happens to be that, that brings people together. We pride ourselves on being very trauma-informed, and that doesn't mean that we know what trauma anyone has been through. It means exactly the opposite, that we don't know what, what folks have been through. So if you come to either a Phoenix event or you come to this podcast as someone who has struggled um, with some really specific uh, mental health challenges, if maybe eating disorder recovery is part of your story, and we know that we're going to talk about something within that podcast that touches on those things, we'll give you a heads up in the beginning. So if there's something that is going to be better for you to skip and wait till the next week, the next episode, then that's great. Your biggest job, all we ask of you is that you um, keep yourself safe and we promise to um, do our best in that regard as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think like with all that said, I look forward to getting to know you all. I look mm -hmm. forward to you all getting to know us and getting to know the guests 
And I am excited about this journey that we are embarking upon. So before we get out of here, Liz, is there anything you want to add for this first episode of Rise, Recover, Leave? So much, but I also know that there's going to be lots of opportunities to hear our voices and we wanted to keep this one short. So again, just whether you are a person who is considering recovery, fully in it, been in it for decades, or not even really sure how the heck you stumbled upon this podcast because this isn't something you've talked about before, stick around because there's going to be really great stories. There's going to be really real people and just just be with us. Be with us through this journey. We're really grateful that you're here. Yes, yes, yes. And with all that, click play on that next episode and we will see you next time on Rise, Recover, Live, the podcast. That's right. Please hit subscribe. Stick around. We'll catch you next time. So now you're excited. Bryce, Liz, how do I get involved with the Phoenix? Well, my friend, it is super simple. We actually have an app. Head over to the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store or look in the show notes of this podcast, wherever you're listening to or watching this podcast and go download the Phoenix app. The Phoenix app makes it so easy to find classes that are near you or to access our virtual class schedule where you can hop on from the comfort of your home. You can also join our groups and have a conversation with someone from the Phoenix community from anywhere in the world. Please make sure that you join the podcast group where you can connect with Bryce and I and other listeners. Everything that you need is in the show notes. You can also head to our website at www.thephoenix.org. And maybe while you're there, you click the volunteer tab and get even more involved.